0: Welcome. I am a lay shin Buddhist who nevertheless maintains an interest in the broader realm of Pure Land and Mahayana Buddhist teachings. My YouTube channel is called Akala Akala, that is A-C-A-L-A, A-C-A-L-A. In these podcasts, I make a non-scholarly, humble, and sometimes bumbling attempt to explore a particular topic or question related to the wonderful Buddha Dharma. I hope you find them to be of interest. With that said, let us begin. Saint Shinran encouraged us toward good behavior in this life with a reminder that we do not take poisons just because we know there is a cure. Such good behavior, however, is not seen as something that is ours for us to be proud of nor is it to be seen as in any way whatsoever contributing to the attainment of our ultimate goal. The Tani Sho illustrates these points. Good thoughts arise in us through the beckoning of past good, and we come to think and do evil through the working of karmic evil. The late Master Shinran said, Know that every evil act done, even the slightest, has its cause in past karma. THE MASTER ONCE ASKED ME, YANBO, DO YOU FIRMLY ACCEPT ALL THAT I SAY? YES, THAT IS SO. THEN WILL YOU ADHERE TO WHATEVER I TELL YOU? HE REPEATED. I HUMBLY AFFIRMED THIS. WHEREUPON HE SAID, FIRST, I WANT YOU TO KILL A THOUSAND PEOPLE. IF YOU DO, YOU WILL DEFINITELY ATTAIN BIRTH IN THE PURE LAND. I RESPONDED. "'Though you have instructed me thus, I am afraid it is not in me to kill even one person.' "'Then how can you insist that you won't deviate from what I tell you?' He continued, "'There is an important lesson here. If we could always act as we wished, then, when I told you to kill a thousand people in order to attain birth, you should have immediately gone out to do so.' But since you lack the karmic cause from your actions in past lives enabling you to do this, you do not kill even a single person. It is not that you keep from killing because your heart is good. In the same way, a person may wish not to harm anyone and yet end up killing a hundred or a thousand people. Thus he spoke. There was in those days a person who had fallen into a mistaken understanding. He asserted that since the vow was made to save the evil person, one should purposely choose to do evil, taking it as the cause of birth. When rumors of misdeeds gradually reached Shinran, to end adherence to that wrong understanding, he wrote in a letter, Do not take a liking to poison, just because there is an antidote. This is by no means to imply that evil can obstruct one's attainment of birth. Or on another occasion he said, If it were only by observing precepts and upholding rules we could entrust ourselves to the primal vow, how could we ever become free of the cycle of birth and death? The master further stated, Among those who make their way in this world, drawing nets in the seas and rivers or fishing, and those who carry on their lives hunting beasts in the moors and mountains, or taking fowl, and those who pass their lives conducting trade or cultivating fields and paddies, there is no distinction. When the karmic cause within so moves us, we will do anything. So, some of what you just heard regarding Shinran's analysis of evil may be a bit disturbing, or create at the least some element of discomfort. It did in me when I heard that, you know, a person who's destined, so to speak, to kill a thousand people is basically based on a karma and not something, not a dynamic that could be avoided if truly that was his or her karma and not uh, him or her acting on the basis of presumption on the, the vow of Amida Buddha. But, you know, when you think about it, it may relate to what some folks have talked about. You see these YouTube videos, for example, Um, Sam Harris, who's an atheist, by the way, but who has, I think, sympathies toward Buddhism, that he actually articulated in pretty comprehensive form the notion of, do we really have free will? And I think that's part of what Shinran is getting at. That, you know, the whole Buddhist notion of causes and conditions, that how we act now is a function of the various causes and conditions that have led up to this very moment. How much do we have control to modify that Can we dictate our own future as a function of our willpower, so to speak? I'm not going to answer that question, uh, but I just raise it for your consideration and to say that there are some very smart people who have called into question our ability to do that. And the way Shinran characterized it again was in terms of our karma or our karmic consequences of past behavior, both in terms of things that we've done as well as things that we've been exposed to. To the extent that Buddhism has an ethical framework, which it definitely does, the, the key primal directive, if you will, uh, is do no harm to others. Do no harm to others. And yet, you know, sometimes we do harm to others. Of course, there are, there is harm to others short of maiming or killing somebody. In other words, we have to think of our interpersonal relationships and the things we might do or say that hurt other people's feelings. Things that sometimes now, I guess, in the popular culture are called microaggressions. But in any case, I hope that this gives you a little bit of a sense of how Yenbo heard Shinran preaching, if you will, about the dynamics of evil and karma. And again, what what Yenbo is trying to do is to address what Shinran would have said or what he did say relative to some of what Yanbo had perceived and judged to be deviations from, from Shinran's true teaching. With that, I will sign off by reciting the Nembutsu in gratitude for being embraced and accepted just as I am by Amida Buddha, never, never to be abandoned. Namo, Mirabutsu. Namo Miraboots, Namo Miraboots